Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, evil fairies trying to get paid, a world without chocolate, generic Otome game antics, a kitty who is kidnapped, and a cat-loving, chocoholic gamer protagonist who is forced into an izakai situation. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 490, Romantic Killer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and banger reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for another fun-filled episode, and it's been a while since Greta has been on this podcast. I don't do a lot of manga reviews. I know you do more movie reviews, but I think this one is one that you'll be extremely excited about because it's such a unique topic. bum ba da True. Uh, but if you want to hear any of our it's early... It's basically a Netflix movie. I mean, a Hallmark Channel movie. Eh, kind of. A teen. It's like a Hallmark Channel starter. Maybe. We have to wait and see on... In Japanese culture. True. Involving cats and chocolate. True. I relate to this. <laughs> Again, true. But if you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com. And we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in a search engine, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the episode at hand. Because if you remember for that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Wataru Momose. This is actually their first work. And this was published by Shuisha, but brought over here by Viz Media. First work? Uh Mm-hmm. Wow. First work. Knocked it out of the park. And it is a Viz Media release being released in Shonen Jump. This is a Shonen Jump series. So this is for boys. Insert long, awkward pause now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Also, this uh, came out in Romantic comedy drama that came out in 2019 to 2020 so it has been canceled it was canceled no with only four volumes but supposedly there is a tv Mm. series coming out on netflix oh please please oh please oh please yes and the title of this actually does not need translation because it's the same thing in both languages what is the title called romantic Killer. killer yes she's trying to kill all things romantic very true, very true. It's a very interesting concept because this is technically an izakai, but I don't think it's an izakai because it's not like... No, but it's not an izakai. It says that it's an izakai, though, no, but it's but not. No, but she's not in a different world. That's the thing is it's not a different world. It's just that the catalyst is changing the world around her. Mm. But uh, let's actually explain what this manga is about. Well, it's about our main character's name is... Anzu Hoshino, and her life is pretty great. I mean, what does she do every day? What's her? She goes to school. She goes home. She does her homework. She eats chocolate. She plays with her cat, and she plays video games. Her life is full and complete and healthy. Yes, and all of her friends are like, why don't you go after boys? Why don't you do this? She's like, no, because I like playing video games. She's like all excited. She's like, I got my new video game. It just came out. I'm going to like stay up all night. I got the perfect chocolates for it. And her super awesome kitty, which by the way, you know, spoiler alert, there's like Easter eggs on every page of this light novel or manga. It's a manga. So every page of this manga, there are Easter eggs of cat things but her cat is awesome it sits in her lap and loves her while she eats chocolate and plays video games like 
It did, life does not. She's a first-year high school student. Life does not get better than this. I love the fact that when they first show her, she's actually talking about eating chocolate. And all her friends are like, oh, no, I'm going to gain weight if I do this. Oh, no, your it's going to get... Aren't you worried about your face breaking out? And she's like, why? My cat doesn't care. <laughs> she's just nom, nom, nom. I relate to her on so many levels. Also, her parents love the cat, too. Like, there's cat stuff everywhere for this cat. Like, Especially her dad, which is, like, super cute. Yeah, it's because Momohiko is... Or Momohiki awesome. is the best character ever. Yeah. And so what happens is that she gets a new video game that she's so excited to play. She's going to kick ass, beat it overnight. She's got her special chocolate set up, line up. She's ready. And unfortunately, when she plugs it in, turns it on, suddenly a weird creature pops up in front of her. And this creature who is named Riri is this jerk fairy who's kind of got a really important job. I don't know how important this job is. He brings magic to the world. So he brings magic to the world. That's great. I'm sure it serves a wonderful purpose. But how they they do charms on people's hearts and it's great and it's wonderful. But they get their energy slash money, their paychecks are funded by kids. Kids supercharge their powers and then they're able to put these beautiful charms on people's hearts and this whole circle just keeps going and people fall in love and then... They have kids. The kids charge the power. And then they... Do you see how the cycle is happening? Because of children, he's able to make these wishes come true for people. However, as you know in the news, Japan is in a crisis because there's no kids being born. There's more people staying at home. More people being isolated. And be- I do not think this is a problem. In the U.S., when you isolate people, make them stay at home, more kids are born. But this is because people are weird. So it's his job to kind of fix things. And for the sake of his paycheck, he has an idea. It's a program. They're going to take the girls that don't want to get together with anybody. And they're going to throw them into a magical world. A world which is exactly the same as their own. Except they're going to change things slightly. So that way there's pretty hot guys everywhere vying for their attention. And then when they fall in love, kids will happen. And life will be good. And they need to make sure that these ladies don't backslide because they need to focus on the job at hand, which is romance, which is getting the guys. And so what does he say he's going to do? He captures Momohiki, which is the girl's cat. He makes the parents go away magically and he he confiscates all of her chocolate. I don't know if you could hear that very well on this podcast but all of her chocolate and her video games her consoles although he leaves behind some of her her board games at least no like the oh no the cell phone games are all gone too no the controllers oh the controllers yeah he leaves some controllers away but he takes the whole like system thing and the games so there's like no video games no chocolate and her cat is gone and it's not just that they're gonna be given back once things are over depending on the translation like if you read the original book it says they're gonna be away for the duration of the time you hear the anime and you read the synopsis they're gone forever if you listen to the dub commercial for the tv show it's they're gonna be gone until she figures this out so it's kind of in flux if they're gonna be gone forever but he has removed everything from the world like she goes to a store to get chocolate or video and games they're and they're, they're all, all gone all chocolate 
No one's going to know this is missing. So he sets it up. So she's in a world where she's going to find the hot guy and fall in love. And so she won't backslide. She's not happy with this. And at first she's like, no, you're not going to do this. And when she wakes up, all of her stuff is gone. Except Momohiko, who's on top of the air conditioner, looking away from her. And she's like, Momohiko, look at me. Show me your cute face. And unfortunately, the parents are like, we have to move away. I've got a new job. You're going to live here alone. You'll be fine. See ya. It's only a couple more years of school. (laughs) Despite the fact that they just paid an absurd amount of money for this house, which is their dream home, this happens. And the dad, they so just to be clear, they move away for the dad's job. The dad's job, he works for the post office. So he's going to the United States from Japan to be a postal worker. But he works for the post office in Japan. So it's magic. Magic. Riri is a little jerk. Yeah. And so now Anzu's in this world where everything seems weird. It's the same, but there are differences. Like at first she walks out of her door and she bumps into this really hot guy and ends up in the Yudon pose, which is the girl, you know, when the guy's on top of the girl and he's got the hand right by her head, that kind of very masculine kind of in control pose because they bump into each other it's that pose you see in most anime and manga <laughs> it's the arm down and she, she's like what the hell's going on why am i in this she's pose? like already there's already a hot guy and what i like is she thinks about her um dating sim um video games that she plays yep she, like, the otome games like the the guys that she falls in love with in the games that you know because they're in the game they're perfect and she's like, think of them. He's not as good as they are. And he's not as, like, she'll self-impose her cat's face over him. And she's like, I'm not falling for the cute guy. Run away from the hot guy. Run away. And, uh, oh, no, I broke his phone. I have to pay for it. I don't have the money. Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. And the fact is that for this guy whose name is Sukasa Kazuki, he is a guy who all the girls are pursuing. They all want to be with him. They all want to hang out with him. They have like declaration love letters for him. Like there's the whole shebang. And now there's a girl who wants nothing to do with him. He's like, oh, this is interesting. She's different. Yes, she's not interested in me. She's not trying to win me over. I could be friends with her. Maybe something could happen. I can be myself because she's not throwing herself at me. And at first, she's like, I don't want to deal with this. And she finds that he's in her school. He's the new transfer student. Obvious cliche. And she wants nothing to do with him. Her friends are wondering, how come you know this guy? I don't know why I know this guy. I don't know him. And then she goes home. Her family's gone. And what shows up? A cockroach. Well, it's a piece of cake. Well, (laughs) no. At first, it's a blur. And I appreciate it. And the um, manga does a really great job of like replacing it. And they pointed out that they repl- they have replaced it with a piece of cake, which just so happens to be my favorite type of Japanese pastry. It's delicious. I was like, good call. Um, and I totally kind of forgot that it was a cockroach. But she runs out of the house because that's something that her mom usually deals with. Um, or Momohiko eats. Right. Like there's things in place in her life that take care of these critters. And so she freaks out. She ends up running in the middle of a rainstorm to where, um, you know, the local park where you have those weird things that kids play on top of that's yeah, only in Japan like, for some reason. Yeah, because they're, they're, they are kind of awesome. I'm not going to lie. They're like, But she's hiding under there because there's an evil monster in the house. And who should show up? 
the hot guy. Yep. Sukasa shows up with an umbrella, and at first, she's like, oh, I, I'll live under here. He's like, well, you should just take my umbrella. Well, you'll get wet. No, no, no. It's almost the whole situation going on. And then he goes there, and he hints that he could take care of the cockroach, because that's what she's afraid of. And he goes there. But I don't want to, like, spoil the whole story. I don't want to give them everything. Well, we have to give them the first, the, the main setup of this. is <sighs> So she ends up going there. They end up going there. It's all, and it turns out that the cockroach isn't a cockroach. It's a camera lens. No, but, but it is a cockroach. But that turns into a cockroach. So you can guess who's involved. Riri. Riri is manipulating things to make this guy stay over. He's like, I've given you the perfect spot to have some sexy time. It'll work. He's like the best, worst fairy godmother. Yeah. And then they, they kill the cockroach. And he's like, I can leave now. And he walks outside when it was not even raining hard to typhoon level winds. It's a straight up monsoon. Now it seems to be just impacting their area. And it breaks the door. And he has to stay. Oh, so she dresses up super nerdy, wears three she, layers. She tucks her PJ shirt into the horrible PJ bottom. She's like, no one's going to find this attractive. But he finds it interesting because it's so different. Because she's able to be herself, which is secretly the moral of the story is, ladies, be yourself. And then a bunch of other things happen. But then he calls her the next day because at his home, what has happened? Well, first we find out that he's... A transfer student living on his own. Yep, his family's far away. And then we find out that his there was a leak in the roof. Of course there was, because that's just how life works. It only impacted him, and um, his place is flooded. So he can't go to school. He's got to figure out his... Living situation. Yeah. And where could he stay? Oh, and by the way, his cell phone's broken, because she broke it when they met. So she, he has to get a new cell phone, and... He has to borrow her cell phone to call the teacher to tell him he can't go in, which leads to other shenanigans because the teacher goes to call him when the cute girls want to check in on the hot guy. And so he rings the phone. And then, of course, it's her cell phone. So they know that they're talking and then people get jealous and he's upset about it because he didn't want her to. So there's this really cute, meet cute moment where he's like, I need to take my clothes to the laundromat. Can you... Meet me after school. Can I drop off clothes at your place while I figure things out? And it's nice. And it's like a human moment. And it's not crazy or anything. And her friends ruin it. Not even her friends. The girls that hang around him all the time. So she's like, of course. And so the teacher has called her. The girls realize she, he used her phone. So she's explaining like, oh, no, it's, he didn't. We live close to each other and his phone broke. So he just borrowed mine real quick. It wasn't a thing. I don't know, really know him. Um, and they're like, when are you going to see him again? She's like, fess is up. Well, I'm going to go see him right now. So they the tag along. girls follow her and he's irritated. She shows up with the other girls and he's like, the worst day of my life. And these other girls that I can't stand show up. And are going to bother me. And he's like, why did you bring them here? And, you know, of course, he apologizes for that. But he pulls her away and they leave. And he's like, only I'm only talking to her, which is like a declaration, pretty much. Which is a big deal. And so because of she has an extra room, he's going to live with them. He's going to live in the father's room. She has to ask the parents if it's okay. And 
As if by magic, her parents are totally fine that the hot teenage boy is going to stay at the house with her. Yes, and Momohiko is perfectly fine. And it turns out that he starts to like her. And Riri's like... Because he can be himself with her. And he thinks she's being herself, which she really is. Kind of. But Riri's very happy with this, but he's upset that she isn't taking opportunities. And she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to be the romantic killer. cutting a lot of really cute stuff out of this. When you actually go read this manga, which I think everybody should stop what they're doing now and go read the manga, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I can't believe they didn't, didn't talk about it. They, I blame Zan. He edited it out. I talked about all of it. But it gets even more weird with some of the things that happen. But at the end, they're together. Maybe these are the two they're going to hook up. No. Riri has decided to Let's add... Let's remember it's going to be a harem. So, yes. So, a new cute boy has shown up. But this cute boy remembers that he is her childhood friend that she doesn't remember. Who has always secretly fallen in love with her. Like... And, always had a crush on and her. And apparently they have always walked to school together, even though she has never seen this guy before. And as he's saying that, the other guy shows he's up. He's a baseball player. He's equally as cute in a very different way. He's taller than the other guy. And she's like, oh, let me grab something. I forgot. And the other guy. And it's just. The cute guys are looking at each other and they're both like, yeah, who's this guy? Who's this guy? They're like getting ready to fight over her. It's and, great. And this is where the volume ends. And this is going to lead to lots of insanity because... I need all of the volumes of this. It's and it's ridiculous. It's an insane concept because it takes all the tropes, but it makes it like there's an evil elf, or evil wizard just making things worse. And she's constantly fighting with him because no one could see Riri except her. And it's not like the teenage girl that's gaga over all of these guys and, oh, this falls in her lap and she really likes it. Like, she's resisting it. And these are actually really nice guys. It's so cute. One of the funniest things is the fact that when... She's talking to Riri. Her body's on autopilot. So she, you see she has conversations, and then it's like, you hear the response, and it's like, well, I never thought about necrophilia like that. And you're like, oh, well, what? And she's like, what the hell was I saying? It's like really disturbing and strange how they have this conversation. So maybe I can see how this was geared towards um, men, yeah. boys, because this could be a way of getting into the inner mind of these girls mm. and how to leverage it. Like, how to pick up a girl the early years. I don't know if that's the case, but... I loved it, and I am not a young boy. Nor do I identify with it. So the boy. plot is a lot of fun. I, lo- I like Anzu. She is really just like... Because she is pretty badass. She does not take crap from nobody. She's constantly beating up Riri. And, and she's a cool girl. She's got her stuff together. I wish I was that together in my like freshman year of high she's school. She's assertive with who she is. And she likes who she is. And I like that whenever Riri does something, she kind of outsmarts him. But then he doubles back and does something worse. So it just is like they're they're playing chess with each other. And it gets more crazy. And she is a nice person. She is good. And you see that Tsukasa sees the better part of her. Because Tsukasa is not a bad guy. He's just trying his best. And this weird girl that he's kind of have a crush on now. Because someone's playing cosmic chess. Now for the design. This was apparently done all in color. It's all in color. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's not a four coma. But it's longer print. So it's, it's vertical panels instead of horizontal panels that's a nice touch i think for this series it does something different to it 
It feels like a light novel, but it's a quick read. It's, a light novel has no is is. I know, but it, it but it feels like the the weight of the book, the size of the book. It feels more like a novel than a manga. It does. Um, like a light novel, not like a big one. But the colors are beautiful. The artwork is really great. I really liked it, and I like all of the Easter eggs throughout the artwork. There's like a cat something in every frame. You mean like the not Starbucks? <laughs> and her, like the background, there's either like a cat-shaped eraser or there's like a cat on her shirt or you don't notice it, but there's like a cat spatula. I mean, like everywhere. Let's be honest. She was training to be a cat lady. And and I they replaced the cockroach with a strawberry shortcake Japanese pastry. Like True. I, this was made for me. I do, but one, so the design quality is great. It's glossy papers. It's nicely done. Viz did a great job with this release. I think that this one is one of their better releases as of late. My one complaint, I will give this, is that it could have been a little bit longer. If they're going with the trope, they shouldn't have, I get why they ended it with that, because they're trying to do the whole trope thing, like show all the tropes, but I would have thought they could have done something a little more original instead of just ending it right there. But it makes point. me want the next one. It does. It does make you want to read the next one. And uh, and like a good Netflix series, I want to binge it. Yeah, I want you... all of them. I want to sit down with a hot chocolate and a kitty cat and like go for it. You just want to you want to read the manga, then watch the anime, and then read the manga again. This is one of those ones that with I'd... a piece of strawberry shortcake. Like which, that's which makes sense. That's the goal. So for those reasons, because it is well done, it's. It does something different because it's technically Izakai, but it's not Izakai because it's the same world. It's just certain things have been tweaked. It does something different, and I like that a lot better than the last couple of Izakais that we've talked about. Um, but for that reason, I have to give this uh, Read It Now um, really, really cool. This one's really creative and clever with what it does. And I'm sticking with Stop What You're Doing and Read It Now. Yeah, you, you really, which is our highest rating. You really have to read this. It's so different and so crazy. And you hate Riri so much. And the thing is, everyone's drawn so nicely. The buildings are drawn. All the all the different designs for everything. All the shading. And then Riri is just like a cartoon character that looks nothing like anything else. This like, might date me. It might age me. But you might need to Google this for those of you who don't know. But Riri kind of reminds me of a hairless Quizno Subs mascot. He looks, yeah, like with that, a wizard costume and and triangle color, like yellow triangle color. Yeah, he, like eat Quizno Subs because they are good for you. Like I can see yeah. his cousin saying that. Yeah, that's Riri, Riri, to a T. I think. Yeah, you have it right. Um, so if you've read Romance Killer, uh, well, actually, technically, Romantic Killer does not come out until next week. Uh, but if you've read it or you've heard about this or you've seen it, what are your thoughts? Let us know. You can email me at zansparkin.com or tweet us at Spirekin. And uh, with that in mind, let's actually get to the releases for the week. We've got some good ones that came out this week. We have 22 that came out on the 27th. Uh, here's what came out. We have... Beauty and the Feast, Volume 4. Berserk of Gluttony, The Light Novel, Volume 7. Cat Massage Therapy, Volume 3, where they've introduced a new cat that's yummy and different. 
Um, you have Eden Zero, Volume 18, Enemies the Manga, Fist of the North Star, Volume 6, Full Metal Alchemist, The Ties That Bind, the manga, Gigant, Volume 9, it's close to the end of that series, hopefully that's it, Hell in a Bottle, the manga, High Score Girl, Volume 9, I'm Not a Succubus, Volume 2 of the manga, Kiriru Kill Me, Volume 3, Lazy Dungeon Master, Volume 1, Ms. Mayazen would love to get closer to you, Volume 1. Night of the Living Cat, Volume 1. Peach Boy Riverside, Volume 8. Sky Grazer, the manga. Soul Eater, the Perfect Edition, Volume 8. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Volume 20. The Legend of Dororo and Hyakimaru, Volume 5. And The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 5. And those are the releases for the day. Um, for me personally, the ones that I'm most interested in are going to be uh, Peach Boy, Riverside, Night of the Living Cat, Lazy Dungeon Master, Hell in a Bottle, Fist of the North Star, and Cat Massage Therapy Volume 3 because we're getting another awesome, delicious-looking, awesome cat with pingers. Um, do any of those sound interesting to you? Yeah, a couple of them. But we're going to have to wait and see how they go. Um but yeah, if you've read these, which ones you're interested in, which ones you're going to buy, let me know, zanspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. And beforehand, I'd like to thank all of you who are listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. I would keep do- I want to keep doing this until I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick, thick glasses, or have Greta read them to me while I am looking at them as I'm an old man, because I just love doing this. I love all the emails I get, and every time I get a response or a comment on our YouTube channel, it just... Gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast as long as I can. So thank you so much. And if you like what you hear, support our Patreon and help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And now let's get to that part that you have all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only. The Wheel of Manga. That's right. That one, the only, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. We're going to spin this Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, episode 491. That is eight away. Wait, that is eight away from episode. No, nine away from episode. 500. So we got to figure out what we're going to do for that episode. So if you have any ideas, email me at or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know what your thoughts are. So let's spin, shall we? Number seven. So, in the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I'm reviewing a manga about someone who decides, I'm going to go to another world and be the guy behind the shadows. We're talking about the eminence in shadow. I've heard a little bit about this. This is another weird isekai that's also coming out for, well, it's coming out in this season for anime. We're going to have to wait and see how it goes. But, um, you think it'll be as good as Romantic Killer? I don't know. Romantic Killer is kind of really special, but I do like that we spun on number seven. And the in Romantic Killer, the hot guy, number one, the first one we're introduced to, his shirt he wears for most of the thing, has seven lucky number 777 on it. Ah, so irony. It is big irony. So, you have to wait and see how that goes. So, as usual, I'm your host, Zan. 
I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See you later. Bye. Thank you.